This is Mastering Menopause. By using fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset, you can master your hormones and get your body back. I'm Kathy Cote with Catalyst Fitness and Nutrition. Let's get into it. All right, so today I'm joined by Abby Higgins, a nutrition therapy practitioner, and she works with clients and athletes to help support their systems and finally heal their body. She does this by putting a focus on supporting the foundations first, and I'm going to let you tell us about that some more, Abby. So welcome. Thank you very much for joining me and taking your time. I appreciate it. How, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Of course, me too. So um, give us a little breakdown um, on your background um, and and what you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I myself am a retired athlete. I I played volleyball all through college. And because of all that, I was kind of confused about my nutrition and what was actually healthy, like kind of figuring out how to be a performance athlete and eat for my health was more challenging than I thought and not something that anyone ever kind of taught athletes. And then once I retired from volleyball and became kind of a normal human being that's not working out 24-7, it was even harder because now I don't have the one thing that I've always had to focus on, which is the sport. I now just have life and really was confused about how to eat for that. Um, So because of all that confusion and trying to figure out how to eat for my own health. And I've always kind of, well, in the past, I always had to focus on losing weight and figuring out how to eat for my health and lose weight. So I tried a bunch of diets and then eventually that led me to the Nutritional Therapy Association where I decided I wanted to kind of have a formal training in how to help people eat for their health. So you did, you did keto, right? How long did did you do that for? Yeah. So I did keto for about a year and a half, two years. Um, I initially went into it for weight loss purposes. And then as I got more into it, I realized that I had a lot of other issues that it was helping me with like inflammation, anxiety, different things like that. And keto was really the turning point for me because So much of the standard American diet says fats are bad, but then as I tried keto, you know, my hormones kind of balanced out and my inflammation improved, things like that. So it was, that was what made me realize that a standard American diet isn't as good as it seems. And there's some alternative options that are a little bit better that led me to the NTA. Right. I think too, with a lot of my clients, um, cause we're like the 40 and 50 year old crowd, but it was, we grew up in the like the eighties and the nineties where it was fat was bad, you know, and you mm-hmm. wouldn't, you, um, fat made you fat. So yeah. it's so confusing with the nutrition and everything. And, um, yeah. we're just, yes, following that diet is just <laughs> the standard American diet is not, is not helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how conflicting things can be between the different diets and stuff. Right. So tell us um, a little bit about um, the clients that you work with and what you do for them. So I work with retired athletes, but with that comes a very diverse set of issues. Like for example, I have clients with endometriosis or I have clients who 
just are confused about food in general and may not have any like serious issues that they want to get support for, but that are just trying to figure out how to kind of perfect their diet and just feel their best. So it's a lot of different um, things coming in the door, which is really fun. Yeah. (laughs) So um, like, like professional athletes or just like the, like weekend warriors or, you know, runners, what do you. Yeah. So I do a mix of anyone really who kind of pushed their body a little too far for a sport. So that could be someone who's like a retired college athlete who, you know, was on a team, played competitively, things like that. Or it could just be someone who, you know, on the weekends, runs 10 miles just for the fun of it because they like running but then eventually realized you know they pushed themselves too far so it's really anyone who's trying to recover from kind of that physical burnout and rundown feeling what are some of the symptoms that they're coming to you with usually it's um like some sort of digestive issue whether it's bloating or diarrhea gas usually um kind of a decrease in energy, not feeling like they have like that endurance and that stamina that they used to. Um, Usually there also is something hormonally off, like with their periods or um, if they are kind of more towards menopause, like having some of those symptoms that are like that people like to avoid. So yeah, it's kind of a mix of everything. Yeah. I know. I think we do so much to try and keep that body or try to get that body back, you know, for my clients and we just, you know, hammering the body over and over and over thinking that this is what worked in our twenties and thirties. Why isn't it working now? So forcing it and then just not putting the two and two together that things kind of need to change. Like for my clientele, you know, they need to slow down a little bit more, but you know, the food is, is in a huge part of it. So what do you do um, with your clients? How do you, what's your foundation? Yeah, so I focus on the foundation. So there's six of them. It's whole food diet, digestion, blood sugar regulation, fatty acid balance, hydration, and then vitamins and minerals, which is a lot. But basically the foundations are the first thing we focus on because we want to make sure those are in check. They are usually the root cause of, any issue someone has going on. So for example, if your hormones are a little out of balance, it might be that you're not eating the right foods to even have the nutrients to make your hormones properly. Or it could be that your blood sugar is out of balance and it's kind of throwing off what hormones are being produced. So those six foundations are where I start with every client and we want to make sure those are in check before kind of getting on to more advanced things because it's kind of like if we don't focus on what the actual root cause of the problems are, which always is in the foundations, yeah. we won't ever solve the problem. Right. So um, like, could you walk us through just like what you might do, like what, what you would start with? Yeah. So usually it would be diet, uh, making sure that there's nutrient dense food going into the body. So making sure that they're actually getting those um, vitamins and minerals that they need to, properly digest their food or make the hormones they need or have the fats that they need to um, kind of keep the body in check. From the food, we then would move on to digestion and making sure that, yes, we have good food going in, but that the body is properly breaking it down and absorbing it. So that way that nutrient, those nutrients actually are serving their purpose in the body. They aren't just going in and coming right back out 
We want right. to make sure we're actually absorbing it. How, how do you test, do you test for these things or are there just things that you look for? Do you have them fill out some kind of, um, um, what's the word for it? Like a questionnaire? Yep. So I, well, with pandemic times, it's harder to test things. I've been doing all of my client work online. Um, possibly after the pandemic's over, do more in-person stuff where, um, so there's a physical evaluation that I could do with clients that I just haven't because of the social distancing and whatnot. Um, But with that, I could test a supplement and see if their body needs that, doesn't need that. And usually from that supplement, we can tell, okay, you're not really breaking down your food because you need the nutrient that makes your stomach acid or different things like that. Um, But for the most part with everything going on, I've just been relying on my questionnaires. We do a 300 question questionnaire on the person's symptoms. So it's all based on what they have going on in their life. And the questionnaire actually connects it back, each symptom back to different issues going on in the body. So it'll lay it out as like, this is small intestine issues. This is liver. This is, you know, the stomach, um, blood sugar, kidneys, reproductive system, whatever. It breaks it up for me so we can see where a lot of their issues are lying. That's a, that's awesome. Do they just do that once or do you check in every um so often with that we I usually do that two or three times with a client depending on how long we're together initially and then potentially if they stick around even more but I usually work with clients for three months so we'll do one when they first start with me Um, usually around week um, six we'll do a second one to see how things are progressing and see if we need to change anything that we have going on with their plan and usually around the third month towards the end of their package, we'll do one last one to see where things are at. And if the client is someone who needs additional support after those three months, we'll keep doing them as we, as we want really. <laughs> so just like a month to month from there rather than the whole thing. Yeah. Um, are people surprised by like the, like their test, like their results from the, from the questionnaire or do they kind of have an inkling? <laughs> yeah. Usually I don't show them the results when I first start working with them, just because some people that can be very overwhelming to see all the things that there is to work on. Mm -hmm. What I do really enjoy and people get really surprised about is I show them day one of when they started and week six. So it's not even fully through the three months, usually halfway through and just explain to them how much their symptoms have gone down. It's usually pretty drastic. And I think it's just really validating for people to see like, wow, what I'm doing is paying off, even if it's not something that like, you know, the whole world can see, like, this is finally something that's showing me I'm making progress. So that's really fun. They usually are like, it's very surprised by that. Yeah, that's motivating too. And it's, it's so like, not sexy to talk about. (laughs) Like, it's like, my digestion and make sure my diet is on point. But it's so important. Like, people don't realize how crappy they feel until they start to feel better right yeah like kind of the experience that you have definitely that's definitely something I noticed with my own kind of health journey and then same with my clients that they're like wow I didn't even know I had a sleep problem until I started eating better and got everything else in order and then I realized I'm sleeping way better yeah I yeah I love that love 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 that um so Basically, um, how do you like test for 
Like, do you have them test their blood sugar? Um, so certain clients I would, if that's like a really big issue, usually I just kind of ask questions where I know, um, if they answer a certain way, their blood sugar is out of balance. So for example, if they're having like crazy energy drops or if they're not sleeping through the night, different things like that, I'll use that as my own kind of check-in where I know like, okay, this client still needs blood sugar regulation support. If someone is, has been told by a doctor that they might be pre-diabetic or different things like that, we might, in that case, I would probably recommend they start checking their own blood sugar. Um, I know you can get the monitors pretty cheap at like somewhere like Walmart. So it's not at least a huge ordeal, but it kind of is a case by case thing. Right. And what about, um, do you do any kind of like a supplementation regimen or is that something that you wait on or do you use that at all? So I, it's kind of up to the client. I don't, I obviously don't want to force like more spending on them. I don't want to kind of put them in that if they don't want to. Usually clients do want supplements though, to help make ends meet. It's definitely, we treat it as this is going to kind of help us get to the end, but it's not going to be the whole picture. Like we want to focus on the whole foods and kind of getting as much nutrient from those foods as we can, but it's hard with life these days. Like you, you can't kind of rely on that. You, you don't know what's going to go on. You don't know when you're going to need to just like grab something quick in a pinch that might not be as nutrient dense as you want. Right. Um, so the supplementing helps. It also kind of helps people get back to a good neutral point. Um, sometimes people are maybe so deficient in a certain nutrient that supplementing kind of helps get them back to neutral. So that way their body can start kind of taking over and utilizing it instead of always being in that deficit, because it's kind of hard to catch up if you're already behind. What it, um, is there a common, what are like the top three deficiencies that you see? Usually it's magnesium, B vitamins, and salt, <laughs> some sort of electrolyte like that usually is the big one, just because I think similar to fats, a lot of people are afraid of salt. Right. So that would be more like hormonal uh, thyroid issues related? Um, it could be. Usually it's just that people have once been told by a doctor that they shouldn't put salt on their food or that they shouldn't, you know what I mean? Because... Okay. I'm going to start that over. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So usually it's people who have once been told that they shouldn't put salt on their food by like a doctor or someone because of their blood pressure. When in reality, you do need a little bit of salt for even making stomach acid. You need the sodium, but you also need it for things like um, holding on to your water and staying hydrated. And it's a good source of electrolytes. So there's a lot of uses that people don't realize and they think, okay, salt's bad for me. I'm just going to leave it out. Yeah. I think that's super prevalent with um, older clients as well. Mm-hmm. Or I yeah. shouldn't say maybe not clients, but for the population. Cause I know my, my in-laws, she, my mother-in-law will not cook with salt at all because of, because of, like they're yeah. t- terrified of that and cholesterol. And I'm like, yeah. you guys, like, <laughs> but then we're here, at the, we're here like this with the salt. <laughs> so, yeah, same. It's like, um, yeah. but anyways. Um, and then um, what about like hydration? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of people that I find naturally under drink water just because there's so many other things like coffee and sodas and even some teas that have caffeine that can be a little dehydrating. So naturally people under drink water. And then on top of that, they aren't getting electrolytes like we were were just saying. So they aren't aren't holding on to their water the way they should. They're just kind of drinking it and peeing it out. Um, So that's kind of a big one because your whole body needs water. Every part of your body needs water. So it's usually also something someone's deficient in is water. (laughs) Yeah. And I, that's one thing that I ask all my clients, how much water are they drinking? And yeah. <laughs> not, not a lot. Um, so in some cases, and then sometimes I see that they're drinking a, like too much. I, mm-hmm. I think like, um, what is, I'm going to ask you, what is the recommended? What do yeah, you recommend? So it's, oh my gosh. You take the person's body weight, divide it by two. And that is the number of general ounces, I believe. Okay. Half their body weight. Oh, wait, divided by two? Let me think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Yeah. So it's okay. So generally, I recommend around half the person's body weight is the number of ounces, roughly. Yeah. That I have the person um, start focusing on drinking, but then anytime they add in a diuretic, I add in a cup of water. You know what I mean? So if they have one cup of coffee, add in an additional cup of water type of thing. So it does kind of start to become quite the like math equation, depending on how many diuretics people are drinking, but right. that's the general idea. Right. No, that makes sense. <laughs> I'll put that formula too in the, um, <laughs> into the notes. Um, so, um, addressing the root cause, I love that, you know, that kind of, um, approach. And, um, is there anything else that you want to add on to that? I don't think so. I think the main thing is just that, um, like people think like, okay, I have, this issue, like I, my period's inconsistent or I have period cramps. So I'm going to tackle that issue. When in reality, it's like so important to remember that your body functions as a whole. So that one system isn't working on its own, which is why you kind of have to focus on things like the foundations because it gets to that root cause. And I think a good analogy for that is like, for example, with someone's house, if your basement is on fire, you can't go renovate your kitchen because that fire in your basement is still going to be affecting your kitchen. So it's kind of just showing that like your body is a whole system that is going to be working together. Yeah. I think that's super common too. I I remember a post that that I read of yours is, um, you know, we get the supplement or we get the pill or, you know, for a lot of my clients is they're prescribing birth control for women (laughs) who don't need birth control, but they have acne, you know, or they have painful periods. So they're giving them birth control and then they don't feel like themselves. So they're giving them Prozac Mm -hmm. and it's like, what is this? And that's super common. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's crazy how kind of no matter what, drug you're taking whether it's kind of um like more like 
not not a necessity like for example birth control not really a necessity whereas you know some of the other more serious ones like a statin or something might be a necessity but no matter what it is there's going to be side effects to it so it's crazy how those side effects aren't taken into account like that's definitely one of the the big things i do with clients is okay you're taking birth control that is going to deplete some of your b vitamins and your magnesium and that's going to do all these different things so it's just kind of crazy that those things don't get taken into account when we're prescribed them. Right. And they, well, they give you this pamphlet, right. That's all like (laughs) this. And you're just like, well, whatever, what does it say to take? And when do I take it? Cool. You know, (laughs) because it's like, well, this may happen. This may happen, you know, and like a commercial, you know, you hear all the stuff, but it's like, you don't, but, but that's not, it's not stressed either. Like that, that this can happen. Like, and it's not common knowledge. I think people are surprised when they find that there are side effects that are way more serious than what they're trying to treat with, yeah. with something like that, you know? Yeah, so. it's crazy. Anyways, um, awesome. Uh, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to address? I don't think so. So how can people find you? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram at abbyhiggins.fntp. I'm on TikTok now, which I'm super excited about. Same handle. And then just my website, abbyhigginswellness.com. Yeah, you guys, you got to check out her TikTok for (laughs) sure. (laughs) Super entertaining. And um, follow her on Instagram. Check out her website. She has a beautiful website. And if you need any help with, I mean, honestly, I don't know who couldn't use this kind of information. Mm -hmm. If you have, if you're struggling with any digestion issues or, um, you know, perimenopause or menopause, like definitely if you, you know, get, get, go to the root cause and address that rather than just trying to put a bandaid on something. And um, I think it will go a long way. So yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank Bert. you for having me. I appreciate, I appreciate you. And I know my listeners are going to get a ton of value from this. So thank you.